0: Welcome to the Sunshine Show. We have Tuesday talks with Mama D in the house. Mama D, how are you feeling today?
1: Awesome.
0: How about you, Sunshine? I am good. Thank you so much. I'm so (laughs) happy that you are here with me today. Sorry about that. Um, been waiting for this interview for a long time. Let me just go ahead and share this to a couple of our groups and let a couple of people um, get in this chat. How's That's the one way back in the day? What's that? This is from the
1: Fry Street Fest in Denton, Texas in the 80s, I guess,
0: late 80s. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, wow.
1: That used to be He's with uh, Earl and, I guess, Billy Goat, maybe. Or maybe he's with 10 hands. I don't know.
0: Okay. I just have all this stuff everywhere. Yeah, I bet. Can I see that picture one more time, Mamadine?
1: He could tell you.
0: Is that in a, in a big crowd of people? Yeah, that's in Denton.
1: The Fry Street Fair it used to be huge. Wow. I don't think they have it anymore. Oh, you know, where- yeah, where he went to school. And I have one where he's got the long hair. and Well, there he has it. He just has it, you know, as the mullet, I guess he's pulled back. <laughs> oh he, could tell, he could tell us. Oh, if, my goodness. Unless he, I, I told him.
0: Um, We've gone
1: online. But I don't know. You can invite him. I don't know how to do that.
0: Yeah, all good. I will definitely invite him. I want to put this link up in the event page that we created, too, just really quick, so that everybody that was on there earlier can that uh signed up for the invite in uh, for the invitation can join us. How's the weather over there in Texas?
1: Uh, cool at night and very nice during the day in the 70s, might get up to the 80s. But it's nice. Oh, wow. It's cool enough at night that you can, you know, your house cools down, the outside cools down, then the day's really nice. Yeah. I have a lot of trees around here, so
0: it's not too bad. Very nice. OK, cool. So we posted that in the group chat. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. How is everybody doing out there? We have the one and only Mama D in the house. Fabulous road warrior, mother to the amazing Mike Dillon. Many of you know him. Um, He has played with so many different bands, from Annie DeFranco to Les Claypool. Um, Mama D, tell us all the bands, Mike D. Well, right now, Ricky
1: Lee Jones, if they were on the road. And uh, of course, his own bands, starting way back with uh, Zane Gray, they were actually on whatever that show was that Ed McMahon used to have, he and Matt Chamberlain, I forget the other two went out to California, somewhere I have a VHS with that, they didn't win, Star Search. Oh, did they really? Yeah. And uh, of course, you know, Matt uh, Chamberlain and... Let's see, then he had Ten Hands and he had Billy Goat, which was not supposed to last more than one gig and it just caught on. And I think two or three different ones of those. He had, uh, uh, let's see, after that, I guess he went to Harry Apes BMX and he and JJ and John Spees who were in that are playing Friday in Houston and Saturday in Austin. And then let's see, he had the Go Go Jungle with Go Go Ray and JJ, and uh, several, you know, he's got so many Mike Dillon bands. Then he plays his New Orleans percussion group. I love that. Oh, I bet. Oh, What's yeah. That oh, so good. Down in New Orleans on the Mississippi and uh, at the Music Box Village and Voodoo Fest. And let's see. Whoa! he just plays with a lot of play, people. He was plays a lot, sits in with Galactic, actually. Uh, this is from uh, really good ones when he was at Jazz Fest. Oh, that's a beautiful picture. Yeah, that's great.
0: Of course, this year, no Jazz Fest. And, uh, well, we get Jazz Fest every day of the week with Mike yeah. at home. It's almost like a, a dream come true, isn't it? Yeah, and he was supposed to be on tonight,
1: and I told him, well, Mike, that's the same time I'll be with Sunshine, and I haven't, I don't know, I don't see that he's done that yet, but uh, gosh. Yeah, no, that's okay, Mom. Oh, Clutch, Clutch, oh my gosh, I love Clutch. I love them. I've seen him play with them a few times. One time it was in um, Cleveland, it was cold, and I... I had been, uh, maybe it was around Christmas, I had come from my daughter's in, who lives in South Glastonbury, Connecticut, I was headed to Chicago, Illinois, and I stopped the night, picked Mike up after his gig, and his gig was so much fun, put him on a plane, then went on to Chicago, so I do that a lot, he'll call and say, Mom, you want to come to the show, you want to do this or that? I have driven his van from San Diego, where he played with Earl. Of course, you know Earl. Uh And uh, that was so good. And then he flew off somewhere, and I drove it back to Texas. Then one time, he's got to fly somewhere from Denver. So he flies me in. I see a show, pick up the van, and drive home. And I've done that from New Orleans, too. I never know. When I get a call from him, I go, "Oh, what next?"
0: <laughs> I can only,
1: I can only yeah. imagine the yeah.
0: stories. Um, Mama D, what if you could calculate your mileage in the many years that you've been driving to Mike's shows and driving the van back and forth? What do you think that would calculate to? Well, I don't
1: know because I also drive to see my children, my girls a lot in Chicago and Connecticut. The van I have now only has about 272,000 miles on it. The one I, and I've just had it six years. The one I sold after about eight years, I was doing a lot more, had nearly 400,000 miles on it. And I gave it to my neighbor. The one for that, about 300,000 miles. And before that, well, well, way back when he started, I had a Suburban. And you know he's ten years old. And I'm taking him to gigs. Oh, but, yeah. how sweet! So he's been playing since he was how old? Uh, I think it was around ten. He started maybe a little in fifth grade. Um, when he joined the band, he wanted to play drums. They said no. Of course, I wanted to play drums. They said no. I had to play the flute. <laughs> anyway, he had to learn. Had to learn on an instrument. So my sister had a trombone, she was really good at that. And he learned on the trombone and then a few weeks, a few months after that, he got to be um, as a drummer and just took off from there, wow. wanted his first drum set. I said, fine, earn the money. He mowed lawns, uh, earned the money for that. Actually, I had a good friend in Humble who um, was, um, I don't know if he was president of the bank, but he's real high, up, Roy Schultz. Oh. He was wonderful. And Mike goes in, this young kid, and signs a note and buys his first full drum set and pays it off.
0: Oh. He's
1: and been buying instruments ever since then. Oh I, my parents were that way. You want something? Work for it. They didn't believe in allowance. So of course I didn't either. Yeah, no. But yeah, all my kids worked. Because his dad and I were
0: teachers, so oh that's right so tell me i want to know a little bit of your history and your background i want to know what music your parent you grew up listening to and what you what mike grew up listening to well obviously i didn't know everything he grew up listening to
1: uh i was born during world war ii 1942 just turned 78. My dad was away in Alaska. He had gone to AM and was a civil engineer. So I was born 17 miles up the road at my grandparents. And that's where I lived for the almost first three years of my life. I didn't meet my dad until oh, wow. I was much older. And then we lived briefly after, uh, right at the end of the war in West in Virginia, right outside, let's say Alexandra, right outside of DC. Then we moved back to Texas um lived a bit and near cameron Caldwell, then back to cameron now my parents loved the big band here when my dad was at a m glenn miller that was their favorite um let's see glenn miller the dorsey brothers uh tex beneke let me see um Oh, well, all the, I can't think of all of them now. All the big band would come, they would come to the different colleges. So they came to a and Texas a and Little College Station. And my parents danced to the big band. They actually, you know, danced to the actual band. So growing up, that's what I had to listen to. I never liked rock and roll. So I'd have to go somewhere else to listen to that. <laughs> and uh, we were, we didn't have a TV, my dad didn't believe it, so we read books, but my grandparents had a TV, and my friends did, so I would go there. Loved it when Bandstand came out, loved, still loved the 50s. I listened to that, I have it on Sirius now on my TV, my dogs are. <laughs> and I loved all that. I love the big band, I've got my parents' albums, um, but I, Ricky Nelson was my favorite rather than, but my all time favorite singer male is Ray Charles, Ah. Ray Charles, yes. And for so many great women, see, but Dinah Washington, love her. And of course I love, you know, a lot of through the years but those are the two. And my favorite, I guess, um, musical composition is Rhapsody in Blue. Not just because blue is my favorite color, but I love Rhapsody in blue. And of course I listened to classical. I was in the band starting in the sixth grade and got to be in the high school band when I was in the seventh grade. So all classical music. Uh, just, I just like music, not everything that's country, but I do like classic country.
0: Yeah, do you like Willie yeah.
1: Nelson? Oh, of course. Yeah. And- Bob Wills, and there's a young country rock. Uh, I call him country rock, country blues. I met him on Jam Cruise. He's just like 23 years old, Marcus King from okay. uh, Greenville, South Carolina. He is amazing. He opens for, gonna be traveling uh, with Chris Stapleton again. He has his, he's the cutest thing, his girlfriend. I've just, so I like his music a lot. So anyway. Yeah, I, so I just like music, but
0: yeah. So not, go
1: ahead. No, I'm just trying to think of my, modern. Of course, anything Mike plays, although sometimes I'm shaking my head. And my mother used to go with me. We would go to West Fest. Play, oh, Brave Combo, Mike plays with them out of Denton, and we'd watch Brave Combo. Then drive all the way to uh, the Flamingo on uh, Flamingo Cantina on Sixth uh, Street. Uh
0: huh
1: where sometimes Billy Goat was playing, I would take her upstairs outside so she could not see them. And I couldn't see them, but we could hear them. And she would say, oh, I love his music. No, she said, I just love Mike. I don't understand his music, but I support him. And I took her to shows till she was 93 years old. She lived to be 95. And he went to see her right before she passed in 2016, that was four years ago, but she would, and then we would come home and on a Sunday morning and her neighbor might, one worked at Alcoa and she'd look at him and said, when's the last time you pulled an (laughs) all-nighter? I mean, we went to the parish, oh, we went to see Les Claypool at the House of Blues in Houston, took her to Dallas, developed just everywhere. Oh my
0: goodness. I remember. Of course, I
1: used to do that when he was first starting out, I, and I taught school. Sometimes I would leave uh, from school, drive to Austin to watch him play, drive home, get home in time to go teach, and then collapse at night. But, oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: The things we'll do for our children, huh? Oh, you know. How, how is Lucas? He's good. He's good. He graduates college this year actually. Wow. Yeah, and he's doing um school here at home because everything's online this year so I guess Why? graduating online unless they open back up in LA. But yeah, he's doing great. He's already 22. I'm like, "Well, you I can't rolling. believe that. I know. <laughs> time is just flying, Uh, but I remember the pictures of you and your mom and one picture in particular where you guys were like dressed up as the Blues Brothers. Right, that was actually,
1: we went to my brother Mike's, uh, who Mike is named for, his 60th birthday in Houston, but yeah, we like to be the Blues Brothers, so. (laughs) so anyway, yeah. She was fun. She would, oh, she loved Momos. Uh, people in Austin know Paula Vese on that. And then it was right above Cat's De- uh, Deli, which was uh-huh. open 24 hours. It's something else. Now, you know, people have come into Austin, they're revamping everything, but she loved to go to Momo. She'd climb those steps and everybody would make a big to-do over. She liked to watch, well, when Brad and Scarick, um, We'd come The dead Kenny G's. Yes. I, I think I once, I even took her to the Liberty Cafe on 11th Street, and there's <laughs> a great story behind that. It was called that because it was the only club uh, right after, I guess, during World War II and right afterwards, where black entertainers could go. They wow. could play at others, but they weren't allowed in. So it has some great history.
0: Yeah. But yeah,
1: so... So we just it was fun. The parish was fun. The now I like to go to Antones or the Mohawk, but I really like going South Congress. But some of those
0: clubs as you know they're closing down. I know. I know. It's sad. It is. And so you you're from the Austin area and so I'm sure you and obviously your son is is a, uh amazing and fame infamous as I like to call him. Yeah. <laughs> Um How do you see this affecting all the musicians and all the people around you and all the clubs closing and
1: Well, obviously losing money, oh, they've all lost so much money not being able to play. Um, and it affects them just as it does people in I have a daughter who's a lawyer, and she had a rough time with it. I mean mentally, physically, I know. Uh, various performers who've become ill with it obviously have friends who've become ill with COVID but I think they're trying to find ways uh, like you are to reinvent yourselves. I know with Mike the live streaming and writing he's uh he's got three albums to put out that's uh, amazing yeah and he's had to learn not to be on the road and he sells a lot of merch I'm so thankful to everyone who's buying his merch like this button and And
0: this poster. Yes,
1: yes. (laughs) And all the t-shirts, we can't keep them or he can't. Like I tell people, I want him to make money any way he can because I love him, but I don't want him living at home with me. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell him that too. (laughs) But if you, well, I showed you earlier, I have so much of his stuff here. He has stuff all over the countries got it in Mexico City. He collects percussion instruments. But uh
0: and it's <laughs> fun, I'll see him this week. I um, know. I have a friend, um Well Gina, and she's like, are you coming down for the Harry Ape show? Like please fly in. And with all my heart I wanted to fly in to come see the show. But I've just been so excited about it because I've been seeing the flyers and just the fact that like Go Go Ray and and JJ Jungle um who else is going to be a part of it? Well, because
1: I don't know about Go-Go, but John Species. Oh, Species. Yeah.
0: So Harry and the,
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And of course, Mike and Jay, uh, Go-Go, because they're both in KC, off and on. Uh, Go-Go, most of the time, although he plays a lot uh, with other people, but he and Mike get together. And Johnny Hammond and Clark Wyatt, who used to be in Harry Ape's BMX after Zach. Oh, yeah, and, I
0: forgot about him. Yeah,
1: and Zach is, I see ever so, long, well, I keep up with him on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, he's got two darling children now, and I think he stays in Colorado some. Okay. But yeah, all those guys, I miss them. You know, i known them. There's so many of them. Now, Brad, Will Brad Hauser, you know, with Eddie Buckel and the New Bohemians, he'll play with Mike. On um, Friday the 27th, actually in Cameron, friends of mine bought this old, old house from 1890, renovated it. It's gorgeous, and uh, they have a restaurant, but they have an outside area with a stage, and they have live music, a lot of local people, and some from Austin, but Mike's going to play on a
0: Friday night. Okay, so So what is the attendance looking like? Do you guys know about how many people are going to show? Oh, for Saturday night, I think it's looking pretty good. Sorry, go ahead.
1: For Saturday in Austin, I think it's looking good. All these places limit uh, the amount of people because they are social distancing. So I don't know how ticket sales are going. And then Friday night, when Mike's gonna borrow my van to go down there, and he's spending the night, and so I'm not going. But at the last concert, cafe, You're not going. No, because he's spending the night, and the next day he's giving a lesson. But then he'll come back here, and I'll go to uh, to Austin. Oh, okay, I got uh, you. And I have I have two dogs. One's very old. One belonged to Ricky Lee Jones, but I've had her butterfly for mike said oh my mother will take her Thanks <laughs> mike. so i've had her i guess about three years or so she's a sweetheart but she's crazy she's so, crazy, she's what crazy. Is she? she loves she's an akita mix she's beautiful she looks like a butterfly that's why you know her facial yeah uh, features that's why ricky lee named her that i'm assuming she loves mike It's pretty calm around me, but he comes here and she goes crazy.
0: How do your
1: dogs get along with uh, the little tiny dogs? Oh, as Peregrine and Mike say, they would eat him probably. (laughs) He wants to play with them. but And Buddy's, Buddy's over 14, but he was a street dog. He was six when I adopted him. He was from Waco and never brought in. Had owners, but they left him out, so... He doesn't, he's, he just, he never liked dogs, really, other dogs, except he and Butterfly get along.
0: Oh, that's good. More or less,
1: Butterfly would like to play a lot more, but she's only about four, I guess, so there's a difference.
0: Oh. But they're
1: good, but it's hard to get Buddy in and out of a car, and uh, it's just better if I don't go.
0: Yeah. yeah. How, so how, so is it just you and your two dogs there at home now? Yes. Yeah. And so do you got a lot of friends and a good support system around you? Or? Well,
1: um, there are, you know, most of the people my age, they're staying in. In fact, I have several friends in Cameron. Uh, five are recovering from COVID, but the six who's younger than my friend who's 65, of course, she looks... 45 but her (laughs) her sister her sister has been in the hospital for two weeks and last night was put on a ventilator over in Round Rock and it's you know it's real people and but I I go out I have my charity now is uh going to help people in the restaurant business in Cameron I have some good friends there who own restaurants and the servers you know, they were without work for a while. And so I go and tip them and buy food from my friends. And oh. then my, and so I, I see them. I keep up with family. I miss my kids, you know, my girls and my grandchildren. Yeah. I do have a grandson at Rice. Uh, he's from Chicago, but uh, I don't see him as much there. He's pretty much, he goes to class, gets tested every week, but he... Pretty much just stays. In fact, he's not going to Mike's show because they're just trying to stay healthy, particularly before finals.
0: You know how yeah. that goes. Yeah, well, because then, for your. Right. Yeah, that's okay. And, and,
1: and I face time with my girls and my other grandchildren, but uh, it'll be Thanksgiving since I've seen them, and I'm but I'm just not going to travel now, which is unusual for me. Yeah. Because. I would easily go 50,000 miles or more. Yeah. And of course, anywhere Mike was here, in New Orleans. I can't remember the last time I was in New Orleans. And <laughs> I miss it a lot. I loved going to New Orleans.
0: So we have a couple of people. We have really actually so many people here. So I want to just kind of go through a few of these comments. Easily go
1: 50,000 miles let me or just more. just turn
0: that down. want to go through some of these comments with you. And let's see who's watching. Um. Hey, Amelia says that you are such an impressive mother. Uh, she says your mother was my teacher. Tell <laughs> us about your mother was my teacher, Mama D. Well, I'll give the G-rated version.
1: Uh, <laughs> Mike was playing. I know it was in Houston. Sometimes he says Fitzgerald. Sometimes the abyss. Sometimes the Vatican. I'm not sure. Maybe it was Fitzgerald, but uh, the. You know, bouncers tell them all to get out unless they're with the band or they're going to get intimate with someone in the band. So, of course, Mike in his 20s says, anybody here want to, you know, and the girl <laughs> said, yes. Yeah, he'll tell this story when I'm around and I just uh, try not to listen to it. But anyway, said, they're... Uh, enjoying themselves, I won't use his terms. And then all of a sudden she looks at him and says, Mike, your mother was my teacher. He said, immediately, there with the moment. And so I had taught her probably at either, I think at Klein High School, cause I taught history there for uh, AP regulars and basics for 22 years. So I think it was there in near Houston. So that's where it comes from. You know, he's in this very lovely moment and some young lady says, your mother was my teacher. So that's that story. I taught history, not what, I don't know where he learned all his things. (laughs) He's written written various, well, I've told you my favorite composition was what he wrote. um, It's called Pops, it's instrumental when he learned his dad died. And then there, there's some others that on his new, one of the new records. It's not, it's the all acoustic one. It's not Shoot the Moon, it's the other one. And he wrote his last song is Matthew about his brother, Matt, Aww. who's been gone 26 years. So, but yeah, he's written so many and some I just shake my head. You know, he was Raised in the Catholic Church, as you probably know, one of his new songs is Tiny Pink Asses. And he talks about the time that uh, he was sitting in church. And you're familiar with the Catholic Church.
0: Yes, ma'am. I was raised Catholic, too. Yes.
1: And you know the kneelers. So here's this little boy for something sitting down on the kneeler. The priest is talking. and All of a sudden, he looks up and says, Mom, when is God going to shut up? <laughs> and so you listen to that song and he talks about it and he used to play priest and the, but then he's written a lot of songs about how it affected him as adversely and he went to uh, two years in high school a catholic school in Houston which I'm glad he went there because he quit playing football and he started he still played track pole vaulter but he continued in the band and that really influenced him to, to choose music. But uh, yeah, he had a lot of unpleasant experiences. So yeah. I won't go on. you can look up the songs. I mean, the titles are there. <laughs> his dad who remained very, you know, Irish Catholic all his life. But it's interesting, Mike would come home. His dad had Parkinson's and dementia. He wouldn't, last few years, he didn't know who I was. But sometimes, but most of the time, just thought I was the mean nurse. Oh my! You know, yes, he would say, "Where's my wife?" But when Mike would play oh, the tabla yeah, Mike would play the tuba for him, and it would soothe him. But he saw Billy Goat once, and at Fitzgerald's in Houston, and just had a fit. Mike can <laughs> tell. Mike can tell the story about that. He may have, <laughs> a, no more. But, you know, I just kept going, you know, for the music. But I love his instrumentals um, and his music. There's a story behind all of them.
0: Yeah. Right
1: now, I put on my Facebook page um, Positive Vibrations, which is a wonderful organization in New Orleans. And Mike plays for them. And I think they're the ones they also sponsor these up. Upturn arts and Mike will take all his equipment go there and teach c- children young children and you know he's got some very vintage and expensive equipment but he lets them come up he gives them things tells them how to use them and that's one of the favorite things that he does that uh-huh. I enjoy but on Positive Vibrations uh, Monique Pyle who's wonderful uh she she's um she does interviews, but she's also part of that organization. And there are 10, um, I may, it might be from Rosewood. I'm okay. not sure, but it, it, it could be from the one before that. But if you look online, you can see uh, they did it on Instagram and it's just now on Facebook. Oh, but okay. he tells a story behind him. Like I said, these.
0: Um, writes, and don't you don't you do the same yeah, thing? I, yes I do it's it's just such a I love to hear it come coming from yeah. you okay let's go through a few more of these comments okay sorry. Um, let's see awesome experiences mama d hi eugene thank you for joining us um, they're just saying how all awesome, uh, amazing and wonderful you are, how awesome with my are. COVID color hair. Yes, we love Mama D's pink and purple hair, she has rock star status.
1: Unlock a little blue. My friends, Marilyn, uh, Willie, and her daughter, Spring Yankee, who own the uh, uh, Central Avenue Bistro, this beautiful. They said because people I'd be there and they'd think I was a grandmother or great grandmother. and. <laughs> I'm not old enough to, well, I could be Spring's grandmother, but they said, well, do something with your hair, put some pink and purple. In. So I've done that. And since then, nobody asked me if I'm their grandmother. I love- and I get I get a lot of positive response. People smile everywhere
0: I go with some look, but you know, so anyway, <laughs> you, why not? You rock it, girl. You rock the look. Um. uh, My heart goes out to your family, Mama D. May they all stay safe and well. Um, A boom the song was born. Mama D, what a privilege to see you. You're adorable. I love the hair, Mama D. You're fabulous. Everybody is here supporting you and loving you and we're loving these stories. Um, can you tell me maybe about one of your, in a little while I want to play some vinyl trivia with you I have a couple of albums that I've selected from my Mike Dillon vinyl collection um, and so that should be pretty fun and we have more
1: to sell that yeah. <laughs> whole box of dead Kenny G
0: over here so. <laughs> Mama D is going to be promoting some music, some sales tonight um, on the show so stay tuned for that Mama D, can you tell me your favorite um, road warrior experience? Can you tell me about jam cruise? Can you tell me? Oh, jam cruise. Oh
1: my goodness. And I would be going again in January, except they're not having it, which I think is wise. Um, Yeah. The first one I went on was, I couldn't go for years. Mike's been on the majority of them, not all of them. But uh, maybe all but two or so. But the first year I could go was 2017 because my mother died in 2016. uh, My husband in 2015, I took care of, I would take care of him him, here, then run over, see my mother, come back and forth. My sister helped whenever she could. But I went in 2017, my daughter, uh, Mindy, who lives in Chicago, joined me. And Mike was supposed to join us. But he was with the Dean Wien group. That's another group. You know, he plays with Wien and Dean Wien. I love all those guys.
0: Yeah. And
1: he was going to fly in to one of the islands that we were going to. But we had such a bad storm that we had to turn around and get back to, uh, to Miami. So he couldn't join me. But I had more Fun, just so many of the New Orleans people are there. Galactic, uh, Ivan Neville, uh, George Porter Jr., uh, the Revivalist, uh, just and I think that was the year Mo Period was on. I have some good friends who they're mo morons, but the Mo Band, I love all those guys. They're so good to Mike, and they have a vibraphone, a percussionist, Jim. Okay. Uh, on that he and Mike they tour together whenever they can, but anyway, they were there, so it was just more fun. And uh, mm-hmm. I missed Mike, but I still had a blast. And then the next year, I took my daughter Melanie with Mindy and me, and uh, it was fun. We stayed in the fancy, uh, may still be paying for it. Uh, They had so many suites up top. It was wonderful. You had your own swimming pool. You had your own breakfast and uh, lunch and people to wait on you. And uh, one Mike liked it because I had a shower, but I also had a tub that looked out over the ocean. And he used to come up for that. And, uh, oh, it was just, you know, it was just great to do once in a lifetime. And someone said, well, They'd say, well, where do you stop? And I said, I don't know, because when they stop, I go to sleep. You know, that's what, that's what the, most people do. You, that's your time to rest. I did get off in Roatan and that was fun, except going through the poor areas where the poverty just gets to me. And I, I thought, and we were going to a really fancy resort that I thought the people who live here can never go. And anyway, so I said I'm going back, and I didn't get off anymore. But uh, <laughs> I love, I love being on the sea. That night when the uh, when we had to turn around to go back, everybody would decide to play more music, and so it was great. But we had to stay inside. Uh, it was maybe would have been scary, but I wasn't. Just having so much fun, but having my three children with me. Uh, and if you go to my Facebook page, the group picture is from an elevator on the jam cruise. And of course, seeing Mike play, he sits in with nearly everybody. So, but yeah. that's, and, and then I, I took a year off and then I went in January of this year, and that seems so long ago, but Mike and I uh, flew down together, Peregrine joined us and it was just great fun. I was with Mo Betta. Mo Betta, that's the name of, you may know Mo Betta, lives in Austin. She's from uh, Colorado. She's a hospice nurse, and they're amazing people, but she dresses up uh, in costumes, wicks. She's just more fun, and so I was her roommate, and then two other people from Austin, Amy uh, Lewis and Callie Lilla. Well, On Facebook, it says Lillipad, but that's not her. It's Lillipon or something. She's (laughs) wonderful. We had more fun. And just all the... Mo was there again, but also uh, trying to think if Lettuce was there. Yeah, they were because, oh, Benny Bloom, who's the... he plays trumpet. He's just amazing. And okay. Samantha Fish was there, and, Ooh, and I love Walter, Fish. Yes, love her. And Walter Washington, and then the usual, the Galactic guys who are so good. Mike sits in with them. Keller Williams, love him. Uh, I don't. And I'm trying to think if Anders was there. I love Anders Osborne. Mike played with him last week. But then all my friends, I get to see them sit out on the deck. And just have so much fun. Then I got sick. I don't some virus. It, I don't think it was COVID. But so two days, I just was in my room, which was sad because it was such a fun time. And the last one, yeah. I don't know when they'll have one again. But Mo, Mo is keeping her uh, reservation, and next time it goes, I'll be with her. And hopefully, we'll get in one of those fancy rooms.
0: Yeah, so, um, those are just
1: kind of nice for various reasons. But people dress up; uh, they have theme nights, and these the majority of the people there have jobs. They regular people, but they love festivals. They love their music and they <laughs> have more fun. And they support musicians. One of my favorite comes from Austria. I love him, and of course, he's kind of stuck there now, but. We've got to get through this.
0: Yeah, and if we can,
1: to. if we could just be patient and realize we have to make sacrifices. So, didn't mean to go on and on, but yeah, jam. No, why is it though? Jumping, love jumping in the van with Mike, particularly when he's got other band members, because I listen to their stories, and there are so many stories. Uh, and one time, it was so much fun with the new Bohemians who had rejoined Edie and Brad and let's see, Brandon, the drummer was there. And I think, I think those are, but just, you know, I just sit back and listen to their stories. And then when it's just Mike uh, and I that are on there, I listen to conversations. People are calling him, you know, you know, as a musician, you've got to be talking, you've got to be setting up that next yeah, the next
0: connection and, yeah
1: oh some of the people that call i won't drop names but i'm going oh, i didn't know you knew him oh, wow and and that's it mike it's a lot like his dad in that respect his dad was a great football player but he never talked about it his teammates did yeah. but you know michael tell me like i didn't know he played on the revivalist record that went platinum until mike's came to my house i said mike <laughs> of course he said I didn't play that much but there he did and they're they're always so gracious David Shaw uh, oh, of course the drummer all those guys yeah and just like galactic and so I buy a lot of music that's not his because yeah. you know I like his Scarrick love their stories uh <laughs> being around them you know scarrick I mean oh yeah
0: yeah and- I actually stayed at his parents, let's see, maybe it was his wife's parents' house in El Paso on tour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. I got to meet them, and they were so kind and so sweet. Damn. I just oh, love skerrick I mean, they had so many stories about, you know, just how genuine and nice. And, you know, coming back to what you were kind of saying about Mike, he's so humble. He is one of the most humble musicians really I've ever met considering his discography and how many groups he's played with and how many hours of music he's put into this world just during his time here on earth.
1: Yes, he does a lot. But, you know, he like he said, particularly when he plays with other people, I'm just there supporting them. You know, I'm there to be whatever they need me to be. And I love oh, when he's around. Les Claypool, what a genius! Oh my goodness! And Les's family—I haven't seen his children in a few years, but they're great. And of course, Cheney, his wife, is just amazing. But his story—and one time, I guess, 2016—I flew to uh, Las Vegas when Mike he. Clutch was there. So Mike played with Clutch, love those guys so much. And then, <laughs> you are so yeah. cool. But then he opened, they opened, you know, Clutch opened and then it was uh, Primus and then the Chocolate Factory. And I got to meet, um, of course there was Tim Alexander, uh, the drummer, and then Larry or Lur. All his friends from the Tahoe area flew in. I got to party with them. Some of the nicest people I have ever met and just, you know, go backstage or sit with them during, it was, that was such a fun, fun time. And then one time I flew, I got a special deal. You never know it's Southwest. For $78, I got to fly to Man, well, to LaGuardia and Mike was playing at the, uh, I was playing to Ricky Lee Jones, just the two of them at the Beacon Theater opening for Steely Dan. Wow! So I flew in one day, flew out the next, but got to go to that. Lo- had more fun yeah. on Upper Broadway. My niece, uh, Paige, who works for Mark by Mark Jacobs, she's from Austin. Well, Houston, but went to UT. But I got to see her, but just to walk up and down, uh, visit with Mike. I- I've been to Manhattan a few times with him. And of course, one time driving the van, van with Mo, because Mike flew, somewhere to record with somebody then flew back because jim and otto and ed man who played with frank zappa they were were together and so we went to uh, some club in manhattan that was great i met jesse harris only cd or no album i sold that night and found out what a great uh songwriter he is he he's done a lot with Nora Jones and I mean just I just never know who I'm gonna run into but you probably probably you should write a book actually oh, that Mike is about you know drugs and survival and and you're getting back to COVID this is the time when and he'll admit it he's probably talked with you that um once an addict, always, but, you know, he he doesn't even drink. He, he can't. Some people in my family have that addiction, Gene. But he, you know, he said, you feel like you want to. Of course, he runs, does his music, uh, rants occasionally. <laughs> we saw that one today. But, it was a- <laughs> but anyway, it's just... Uh, He fights it all the time, but I'm very proud of him because depression runs in my family, my children, and he self-medicated. The others had doctors, medication, one didn't make it, but the other two are there. So, yeah, and it's real mental. And, you know, you brought this up earlier. This time does affect people and because it is so different. Yeah, we've not been through anything like this.
0: Yeah, it's just, I've, I've just seen it take a toll on, I mean, just me personally, not even yes. everybody else. It's just me trying to adjust to a new way of life and just everything else that's going on in my life, you know, minus the music aspect of it. And so I'm basically trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do so that I'm not depressed or so I'm not just sitting, right. you know, dwelling in my sadness you know and i have so many things to be grateful yeah so i really try to focus on the grateful you know the grateful aspects of it but it is very easy to like go down a winding battle of like sadness you know and especially right now Um,
1: right this time of the year especially during um holidays and i i've never i've liked holidays for a long time but my mantra is every day, wake up and choose joy. I even put that on my husband's tombstone. And believe me, it was not joyous always taking care of him. Oh, my
0: but, goodness, my you goodness. know,
1: you do what you have to do. And so many people are doing it. And as you mentioned, we will get through it. We are in this together. And the isolation, because I have some sweet friends, younger friends that I I would love to see in Cameron and some of them are they follow Mike which I didn't know about but when he played at my friend's there's a bank behind behind the fence where this beautiful old home is and they sat in the parking lot and listened to him and I didn't know it at the time but they told me why they couldn't be out among crowds and they're they're young they're uh and when I say young, they're in, I guess, their 40s, 50s. To me, that's young. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> they, they cannot take a chance. Yeah. And I have a few friends that I feel comfortable around and they got COVID. I didn't. I'm fortunate. Yeah. But like I said, I, I, I have a good immune system and I don't eat red meat or pork or poultry just some fish that's what I tell them because that's the only difference between us yeah, But and I do drink champagne with strawberries so <laughs> I a little bourbon just in a glass oh my no, god I love
0: don't. you, oh, no, I love you so on. <laughs> my
1: mother taught me everything in moderation but yeah you know I'm laughing but if if I didn't because ha- my children mom don't do this don't do that And one thing I have done, I've I've got really cool masks that I can get online, and they have the filters in them. But they're really, you know, some match my hair, my clothes, and so you know, you try to do what you can do and
0: to get through it and just survive. And we will get through it together. And you are just so inspiring to me. And Mike's story is so inspiring to me. And I cannot wait to uh, read Mike's book when it comes out. But I Think you also like have a whole bunch of stuff that you could make well, I do, and not just you know, I have a lot
1: with my mother and my sister and I we would drive to the east coast to the west coast because I had two brothers that lived out there, and uh, we have a lot of fun experiences and then things that I've done you know on my own, and you know, I'm used to just getting in the car and going driving. <laughs> yeah i like to drive all night straight through to chicago
0: that's what that's what mike was telling me whenever we did the interview he's like i just don't know how she does it she will just drive and drive and she never stops and i'm like well i guess it's in the blood right because i I guess he does the same thing and you guys have that kind of energy i guess but props to you because well i
1: stop you know i walk my dogs i know where it's safe i know where to get the good coffee and and I packed, you know, food to take. But I often said it's more about the journey than the destination because I'll think, oh, I want to go check that out. Lots of historical places, but uh, beautiful places too. I, I love all the scenery I've seen. I'd love to go uh, to Europe when my plays are Egypt or China, but I don't want to be on a plane that long. Oh, I'm about that. I hate long plane rides.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I'd get over there.
1: But You'd rather anyway.
0: be able to like take stops and stuff like yes. that. Yes, you know. Um, exactly. but you and Mike
1: have known each other for a long time, and I've seen y'all play together. Had so much fun seeing you of course, Corpus Christi, where he lived. Yeah, uh, we lived for a while. But uh, Austin, I've seen you there, and. It's, we've known each other
0: a long time. Oh yeah, Mama D, we go back 20 plus years. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um, and you have not aged a year, I must oh, say. Oh, yes stuck. I have. So you just beautiful. can't see the wrinkles. Oh please. So I've please. got
1: them, oh no, they're there.
0: <laughs> Uh Mama D, what's your fave, uh, what's your, fa- are we talking fave Mike Dylan songs or his favorite songs in general, Eugene? Uh, what are your favorite songs, Mama D? Well, you know, I like, somewhere I've got a lot of albums.
1: Like I said, loved uh, Dinah Washington from back in the 50s uh, and 60s. I have September in the Rain. Uh, All of a sudden, I've gone blank. But I know when they say put up albums, I'll do that. Ray Charles anything by Ray Charles. Um, I told you my favorite, uh, I guess, composition is Rhapsody in Blue, the whole thing. I I even had students, I had some great students, and some would even make copies of that playing their various instruments. Oh,
0: how sweet. You know,
1: for mics, I love, uh, you know, pops, that obviously, but I like, I like so many of the the instrumental things he does his acoustic stuff yeah um I guess going way back I love 10 hands I love those guys they had so many of course crazy amoeba and some of the others but
0: 10 hands could you explain to uh, people who are watching that may not know what kind of like group or genre 10 hands uh was what kind of music did they play
1: I'm not sure what it would be called, but it was from the late uh, 1980s, and these guys went to school. Uh, several of them at North Texas. Earl Harvin, the great Earl Harvin, was in it. Uh, Paul Slavens, whose keyboard, uh, he's a genius too, and uh, and he's 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 from Nebraska, I guess, but he's been in the Denton area, Dallas area for a long time. Mike played, uh, let's see, um, there was a guy, he's, he was from California, but he lives here now. Uh-huh. Gary Mueller, he played the Chapman stick. What's and a lot of people, it's a bass thing, but it's, you look it up, the Chapman stick. Okay. And then Steve Brand, he's an amazing guitar player, but he's got his regular business in San Antonio. And then there are a few others, Oh, after Mike left or was kicked out because of his drug uses but he still plays with them and Joe Krebs came in who also played with Brave Combo uh, they've won back when they gave for polka Brave Combos won two Grammys and oh, wow. the guy who the guy who uh, wrote the Simpsons love Brave Combo, so he had had them out there. But anyway, Joe disappeared several years ago in Arkansas. We don't know what happened to him. It's very, very sad. Aww. So, but he was a great percussionist, and um, I'm trying to think. Matt Chamberlain may have even played with him. Of course, yeah. if people don't know who Matt Chamberlain is, you know, he and Mike uh, and Earl they were all together. At uh North Texas, Jay uh Matt wasn't there that long because he went on obviously,
0: uh huh,
1: band Saturday Night Live. Then he plays with everybody, studio musician. But he and Mike were in Critters Bugging with Brad Hauser and Skerrick. Uh, but and I've lost my train of, of thought.
0: Oh no, uh, we were, we were. But,
1: Go ahead, what were we, I was talking about that band. But yeah, we are talking about were, Ten Hands. They and were kind of very, very popular and Deep Ellum. Uh, they're, just look them up, Ten Hands, obviously five guys, uh-huh. two hands each. Uh, <laughs> and they still get together and play. They have a lot of people who, who follow them and uh, who show, who come up, you know, they're in their 50s and 60s, some of them. But uh, Matt Chamberlain and Mike and Earl, I'm trying to think who else was at UT, I mean, UNT, North Texas, used to be just North Texas College, then it became University of North Texas. Um, Matt lived with Mike for a short time, but Mike and Earl were both in the one o'clock jazz band. There are 12 bands They go by the clock and the one o'clock is the very best. So it's, yep, it's quite an honor.
0: It is very much an honor.
1: Yes. And Mike uh, was a percussionist and Earl was the drummer. And I went to see them play a few times, including over at College Station uh, one time. And it's just a really neat band. I have some of their albums. Um, they, They once participated in various contests, but then they stopped because they were so good. Just amazing artists. And while Mike was there, he's probably told you about Tito Puente coming to North Texas while Mike's a student. He
0: didn't and tell me this.
1: Yeah, well, I ask him about it because uh, Tito supposedly told him he, he wasn't bad for a white boy, <laughs> but anyway... But so many great musicians have come out there. Mike will still go back. He remained good friends with Dr. Shatroma, his uh, his percussion teacher, and then other per- And when I love to go to uh, Dan Silverleaf, which is, I think it's back open, limited amounts of people. has an outdoor in Didn't. It's amazing. But professors will come out. Young students who are there now will come out and and they listen. That's what I like about them. They they listen to music. One of my good friends, who Scott Hopkins, I see him on the jam cruise. He writes, he's a math teacher, retired, but he writes for Music Fest. Okay. Musicfest.com. He just wrote a great article about Nikki Glaspie, good friends with Mike, who played with Beyonce, and Nigel Hall from Lettuce, and a few other people. But he sent me this T-shirt, and on it it says, uh, talk louder I can still hear the band and <laughs> so sometimes when I'm places and I really want to hear the music you can't often hear it because and there's a time for that sure. for people talk and enjoy but sometimes there's so many great musicians and it gets quiet and you just want to hear the music and but I- I've, I've, I've been guilty when Mike has played with Johnny Vodakovich, an amazing drummer who hasn't been able to play because of illnesses, and he's trying to stay well. He's he's wonderful. James Singleton, the bass player, upright yeah. bass. You know him. Uh-huh. Oh my God! When Mike is so fortunate to have played with both of them and to have them mentor him, and he's they're in nolite with Brian Haas. Surely, you know, Brian. Hulse. Yes, ma'am.
0: Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> that's just, all those guys. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. You yeah. are just the. Coolest I'm just I get ever. carried away, but no, you're it's going. Okay. I have, you know, I've, I've
1: driven so many times to see him play. Oh, um, I know it. Oh, just I know. all over the country. <laughs> Maryland, Eugene, Seattle. Uh, oh, one of my favorite places to go. Fairfield Iowa oh yeah little town okay I played there a long time they used to have I think it was called the Fairfest but there's a five-star hotel there and a college or I don't know if it's a college but where some Mahariji came there to teach he since died but if you look up Fairfield Iowa okay and Mike plays a small little cafe there, Uh, Paradiso, I think it's, I've been there, it's wonderful, that town, it's a tiny little town, but they love their music, and uh, their food's good, they're, they, you know, you can go to parts of it, they probably even have a Walmart, but this downtown area is wonderful, but so many great musicians come there, and when they have their fair fest, it's, it's, it's just an amazing little town out in cornfields, but it's worth going to.
0: Oh,
1: you know That's something Mike will go. We'll just like coming to Cameron to this little town where I grew up. And uh so it's, you know, people I'm seeing from different groups that, that I'm part of. That's what I was moving it
0: off of there. Yeah. No, everybody, it's funny because I think everybody knows you. You are just like... Not everybody, but... A lot of people do, Mama D. So you're too humble yourself as well. Oh, no. (laughs) One time
1: playing at, uh, when Mike played at the Music Box Village, and people can go there. They have made percussion instruments out of kitchen sinks, pots, pans. I can't even describe it. But if you look up the Music Box Village, uh-huh. it's where they used to make repairs to the levees on the Mississippi. And so it's its an outdoor space. But Mike was playing there, uh, late night jazz fest, uh, with his percussion, Mike Dillon's New Orleans Punk Rock Percussion Consortium. And one of the people playing, there were so many great percussionist playing with was Jason Marsalis.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. of them,
1: Wintons, youngest, he's the youngest boy. There were six of them, or there are six in the Marsalis family, four okay. of them are musicians. Jason is a percussionist, uh, He's he's amazing. He is so talented and he was playing with Mike. I don't think he played punk rock too much before but he and Mike are great friends and at that particular uh, performance I got to sit by his father the great Ellis Marsalis wow. who, people don't know him look him up unfortunately he died early this year he would have been 86 yesterday or the day before but I mean he came out I have pictures of, such an amazing musician but a wonderful person and COVID it, it's sad because he so talented. He was still playing at Snug Harbor. That's an, I love to play at Snug Harbor. When Mike plays at Snug Harbor. I love the Blue Nile on Frenchman. Uh, Jesse Page owns it. Wonderful person. And there's so many others. Tipitinos, which I, you know, go Oh, I
0: love that in oh. New Orleans. Yes. <laughs> and
1: then, oh, and then the, oh, where's the place? The Howling Wolf. Those people are so wonderful. Downtown, the Howling Wolf. And there's so many others. The Sidebar. Love the Sidebar. Love Portside. These are smaller venues where you where the musicians come out. It's just like when, when I go with Mike, he finds the neighborhood coffee shops, restaurants. He's told me when he goes to Japan, he'll go out in the neighborhood to so where the real sushi is.
0: Oh, I so, love yeah. it. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's
1: something You know, I've learned from him, but I miss New Orleans. I miss the people. Uh, They're so and Deep Ellum. I love Deep Ellum. I love uh, Oak Cliff, where uh, Jeff Lyles has. He's manager of the Kessler, that old uh, theater that's been renovated, and the people around there. And they love my hair. By the way, there's so many diverse people. That's what I like. It's just. It's not just Lily White. Yeah. Oh, I and,
0: love that so much.
1: Wonderful, wonderful people. And same thing down to go to the Heights Theater, which the same people who own the Kessler renovated uh-huh. and own the Heights uh, Theater down in the Heights area of Houston. And of course, I, I think Fitzgerald's closed. Yeah, I'm sure you're familiar with that. That was such a fun place to go yeah. to.
0: Yeah, So
1: many great. Uh, and there are outward, there are a lot of, uh, even though I'll listen to country music, it's not my favorite, but there's so many great country music places throughout Texas, Oklahoma, love to go to Cane's Ballroom, but there are places in Austin I will go to, and yeah. I love.
0: Them. Man, you have a great memory. Like, you just know the name, oh, every not... position, every club, every club owner, every- No, I'll think of a lot more. Um, oh my like, goodness oh
1: and like in new hampshire if you ever get there's at portsmouth but it's not it sounds like portsmouth but it's portsmouth but okay. it's the only port there on the atlantic uh, wonderful places there where mike has played and wonderful people like bruce oh all of a sudden i'm forgetting his last name. but those places where you they're you you can get a hundred or so, maybe even 500 in there, but it's intimate. You really get to you know stubs. You know, that's so
0: oh, much. Oh, yes. I yeah. love stubs so much. So the much one,
1: two, one bar, which I think has to close, but I love play. And um, uh, oh, I forget the place that. Mike said, Mom, don't go there by yourself. Emos or something like E-mails, that. Emos, yeah. Yeah, but it, they were so nice to me. Then. <laughs>
0: and and did they, you go by yourself yeah. anyways? Oh, I met people,
1: and Marcus King Band was playing, and he got me backstage, his girlfriend, Haley Decatur, who's awesome story about her. These are people in their early 20s. They're amazing, amazing.
0: Yeah. Oh, so, so yeah. How much but fun? Anyway, it so, is fun. Are you missing? And, miss it. and miss what? It. oh, you miss it. I know, but you know what? We are gonna hang tough, and we're gonna pull through this. And hopefully, not too much longer, you will be back on the road again, going to all your favorite clubs and all your favorite cities, and seeing my children and
1: other children and grandchildren—the yeah. normal
0: ones. See so all your babies. It
1: may be it. It may be a year. You know. I don't yeah. know. depends on the vaccine, depends on, depends on the recovery. I mean, it's not just the musicians. It's uh, the people, the sound people, the people who, who uh, are the techs, all the different types of people, for the big, well, like you were talking about, Jenna Costa, who, you know, she and Skerrick are no longer together, but yeah. they both have wonderful, new, significant others, yeah. right? So, you know, it's worked out. They have wonderful people. But uh, the, the promos, the managers, the, so, oh, I know so many great security people. Yeah, uh, everybody yeah. who works like with Cloud 9, with a Jam Cruise, with all their blues crews, there's so many others. Yeah, uh, People who work in the venues, and New Orleans is hit so hard, and I have so many friends who work well a lot of met through mine, but I have young friends over in Cameron who have families. They're the servers. They work so hard. They put up with crap sometimes from people who aren't kind to them. The cooks, the kitchen people. I go back. I like those people. And it's it's sad what's happening to them.
0: I know. Yeah. It is. It is. Really sad.
1: And you know. And but yeah. and, And you, your little dog. Oh, think about Gordy. You just you don't know what happened, do you?
0: No, I don't. And it just does, yeah. Just that. Just and I
1: didn't mean to bring it up, but he was such a presence in your life. Yeah,
0: it's my sweet little baby angel. Yes,
1: yes. Well, he's somewhere as an angel for someone else or helping. You know. Yeah. I don't think, I don't believe in luck or happenstance. I think things happen for a reason. There are some things that have happened to me I didn't like, but they happened and there was a reason I may or may not ever find it out. Yeah.
0: Why is it like them?
1: It's like with COVID, we have to make the best of this situation. Yeah. but know that you are love, Suzanne, Sunshine, right, Suzanne I, I, popped up, do you know, <laughs> do you know Suzanne Shafel, no, uh, but I'll be Suzanne
0: all day long for you, I'll yeah, be but I mean, she she, she, she
1: just popped up, she goes live, she's, oh, she's another amazing person, oh, and, uh, awesome, but Sunshine, yeah, you, You will survive, you will be better and stronger, you may still be sad, but there's a difference between peace and content and happiness, we can't be happy all the time. It drives me crazy, but but I can find joy and I can talk myself out of the blue funks, we all get in them, and it's easier for me than others.
0: Yeah. There are those (laughs) who...
1: well, no, they're those I know from personal experience, sadly, who need professional help. Uh, they need meds. They need meditation, whatever it is. you know, is. I've got these pictures of Mike needs to run, needs to eat healthy, cannot drink, cannot do drugs. Yeah. Because as he said, he realized one day I either will stop or I will die. And he's lost too many friends yeah and family to that
0: yeah so, so I didn't mean to get on that no it's important mental object is super important and especially right now it is very yeah. important and for some reason for a long time it was such a taboo subject and I think it shouldn't be a taboo subject because no. everybody is struggling with something you know and it's very uh, encouraging you know to hear you say these words because it's things that I obviously need to hear and I just love hearing it well,
1: they there's ill. There are mental illnesses of many types. It's just like COVID. It's affecting the brain. There's so much about the brain we don't know. We don't know always how to treat it. We sometimes it's treated wrong. Uh, Lee, but, You know, we have to keep searching, keep trying, and to be there for people. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we yeah. can tune in. We can go back. We can watch just, when you and Mike talked, I just happened to see that and to see the two of you interact because you've been friends for so
0: long. Yeah, that was so fun. I had the best time with him and he was just, you yeah. know, just like you, just so open and we just, oh man, that was a hootenanny. I'll yeah. tell you about that. Yeah. I had to mark that one as explicit on my podcast. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> I know. That's why I go, oh. I wanted to play. When a little He business. was at home. If he if he talked like that, I find him because he worked. He and his brother they made good money working for landscape uh-huh. uh, as landscaping for people who were home builders. Now it's not easy to do, but I'd find him a hundred dollars for this. Uh, uh, <laughs> sometimes you know if they if they didn't do something, it got expensive. I would put their money away for them, but yeah. It'll oh word
0: hurts. I love you so much. Oh <laughs> my God, I just, I can't even with you. <laughs> you well, we, we go back sunshine. We've I, had some I, good no, time. Let's go through a few more of these um, comments and then I want to play a really fun game okay. with you. Uh, Which I
1: won't do well in. You no, are going to do
0: amazing. Let me just click on here really Mike quick. Mike at kindergarten. <laughs> First day of kindergarten.
1: Sw- oh he looks real happy huh <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it wasn't until later that he began to get in trouble in school um, yeah so there's when he was an elf in some uh production in Umble, the middle school for christmas oh my goodness his favorite thing to play when he was little was jacques Cousteau. mike was good in science he loved it he loves Jacques Cousteau. See, yeah, I was born on Jacques like, Cousteau's birthday. Really? Well, there's there's a connection. There we go. <laughs> like I said, things happen. People come in and out of your life for a reason. Yes, man. And yes. It's, it's planned by whatever goddess or God you believe in that's up there pulling the strings. Yes. Okay, you're going to make me play this game. Yes, so porn, let's right play now. this
0: game. Um, so this is guess Mike D vinyl record. I have three vinyls, not six, just not six, just three. And we're gonna see if Mama D can guess what album this song comes off of. So let's see. Is Mama D Mike Dylan's number one fan? Well, we already know she is, folks. So cut her some slack. Yeah, because we're talking thousands and thousands of compositions. (laughs) Thousands. If you go to my discography, you will see a list longer than my hands can even show you. The man is on thousands of (laughs) records. Sometimes he even forgets. (laughs) He has to practice. He has to rehearse. All right, let's get this going. Let me know when you can hear it.
1: To hear the background, to hear the vibes, it's one of three albums. It's not that nasty, one, is it? The big old,
0: you are correct. It is the big old, nasty, get down, Mama D was correct. Uh, Mike Dillon is featured in this album. If you guys are not familiar with it, it is uh, composed and produced by the great John Hines and it is a compilation um, album with many amazing artists and Mike Dillon is featured on the seventh track of this awesome is a
1: Is a guy from Jane's Addiction on that
0: also? Probably so. The
1: drummer. I was thinking the drummer because I dropped Mike off when Utopia Fest was moved to a ranch near Bartlett was no it wasn't Bartlett it was uh oh what's that other one you go up it's near it's up above Georgetown starts with a B can't oh, remember Burnett it. Burn it, maybe
0: oh burn it yeah yeah, yeah. yes anyway it
1: was out on some ranch he was playing there late at night they it was hard to get in but he and he said mom get on home and it was late I was dropping him off. Somebody else drove his band from New Orleans <laughs> or somewhere. But there were a lot of those guys there. And
0: oh my it gosh. looked
1: like fun, but I couldn't stay. When he does the ever the everyone orchestra too with Matt Butler, that's always on Jam Cruise. They play all over the country. And I did see him play with the drummer. Well, I wasn't there, but I saw it from Atlanta with Jane's Addiction, that's why. Okay. I digress, sorry. All
0: right. Until I just talked to dogs. Oh, please, I love this. We're going to keep this going. Okay, so Mama D is one for three albums of the Mike D Vinyl Challenge. Let's see if Mama D can get the second vinyl right we are just gonna throw a random song on and see if she can figure this one out. Are you ready, Mama D?
1: Yeah, and if they're nearer ones, I don't know.
0: <laughs> they are. I've listened to them, they but are. I not know. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a clue and tell you that both of these records were, the cover art was designed by Peregrine. Peregrine, isn't she amazing? She is and like she's
1: stressed. And there's so much of it. I have stuff. I've got a room where I've got all sorts of, of posters that she, you know, designed way back when we've known Peregrine a long time.
0: Oh, I know she did the. I have the Battery Milk uh, T-shirt that she her yeah. go go jungle, and um, I actually am going to interview her in a couple of weeks for. Oh, good. Shoot, because I want to know all about her art. She's amazing. Oh, it, her art is amazing, amazing. Yeah. So it's she's
1: so- an amazing. She has great stories. Oh, I bet but she, she does. did. She did some for uh, Harry Apes BMX. Yeah. Um, she's she's designed for so many different you know album covers oh, and yeah. T-shirts yeah. and a lot for Mike. Well, I think she's behind this one. That pin. Oh, yeah. and and her this was her idea. Yeah, v- I got one of those candle. too. Yeah. I I want to burn it, but at the same time
0: I don't want. To. I know I don't want to either. <laughs> oh, uh, Gina bought me mine. I have it up here on my altar. Oh. Um, but yeah, I thought it was
1: just such a clever idea. Yeah, and they sell out because I I will sell his merch. Okay, go to the next ready one. Ready for the next one? I'm oh, ready.
0: Alrighty, let us go. Let's see what we got. <laughs>
1: Is that from Bonobo?
0: It is! Mama D, you are right! Oh my goodness, Mama. Oh my god, that song. Oh. Two for two. Oh. Let you guys have to see this cover art that Paris oh, yeah has done. It's absolutely beautiful, amazing cover art here. Got my little Big Love Sunshine. Sign. Yeah. Um, but she just does amazing work, you guys. And I will drop her um link in the comments so you guys yeah. can check out her artwork. And I'm going oh, to- and you
1: know, on that the latest one, Mike Dillon and the band Bad Decisions, uh-huh. it's all acoustic, but she did artwork on that too.
0: Awesome, he has got amazing. his own
1: live in artist now. I know,
0: I told him you are lucky, yeah. Um, okay. The last one, I just opened the seal on this one, baby. Um, and one look I'm up
1: wrong. Bonobo, the ape that that's named about. Of course, uh-huh. you could have played that, R U F you up or R U F you down from there? But look up what the, Bono, the Bonobo ape is. OK. Um, there's a story behind that,
0: okay. which, of
1: course, Mike told me about. Huh? <laughs> Some things. The boy reads a lot. He always <laughs> has. All my other children have multiple degrees. He didn't. He dropped out to go on the road. But he is so well read.
0: Oh, yes. He's just, just always blown my mind. He's always a yeah. very intelligent man. He's
1: always reading. I I smart kids. My mother was smart. Yeah, so,
0: well, you seem very smart yourself, Mom. Uh,
1: not dumb, but not very. <laughs>
0: You ready for album number three?
1: I am.
0: All right, let's do this. See what we got.
1: I know it's from Rosewood, and I should yes, know the name. Sam,
0: you are so correct. Of course, Mama D got three, four, three. She is Mike D's number one fan, but we already knew that. This
1: is from Rosewood. That, that is a beautiful album. I love that. Love what? There are a lot of his, but his interpretation of Johnny Cash's "Hurt" is amazing.
0: Oh, is and that then. One? Oh, that's yes. so cool. I didn't realize. What I was playing was Roomba for Peregrine. I
1: knew that, and that's also on his new one, uh, The Bad Decisions. He did. I think it's on that. I think he plays that a lot, but and it's all acoustic. Cool. It may not be, but, so. but he does talk about it. Go to my page and see where he talks about that Roomba, okay. because it's most, the beat is from Johnny Vadakovich. It's the New Orleans drum beat that ah. made the drummers do. So, gotcha. and of course, James Singleton, the bass player, you know, is on, is plays with Mike all the time.
0: Yeah. yeah. So.
1: And um, Nate, big Nate, Nate Lamberson, he's, he's bass. Um, okay. Sometimes it's just Mike. And I guess a lot of Mike's vibes supposed to be maybe the guitar. I don't know. <laughs> But he's got some good bass players. We love bass
0: players. We do love our bass <laughs> players down here. Well, Mama D, since you got three out of three, you have won this album of the big, all Nasty Get Down featuring Mike Dillon on the vibes. It is bronze coated. I don't know if you still have a record player. I hope you do, Mama D.
1: You know, I play, well, I have one that doesn't work anymore. But, you know, a big one, but I have Melanie, the youngest Dylan. She's the lawyer in Connecticut. She'll be 50 next year, but she's six years younger than Mike. I have her Fisher Price, uh, <laughs> her that she played, she loves Xanadu. She, you know, I've got that. And uh, another one of my favorite was American Graffiti. I've got that album, but I can play that.
0: You awesome. know, on there.
1: So and I wish I could remember I like to send you some of the albums that I still have from back in the 50s that I love and the 60s. Uh,
0: yes, yes. So I'm going to send this to you. Um, I have a couple of copies that John Hines actually sent me oh. to give away to my guests on my podcast. Um, So since Mike is on this one, I definitely wanted to give you that one. And then I have a really cool shirt that I'm going to send to you, too, um, that you have won because you're the most amazing Mama Road Warrior. I think I had a little little uh,
1: (laughs) telepathic help from you. (laughs)
0: <laughs> mama d we are in this together yes we are um we have been on here over an hour i don't know oh no know going we still on have hour. people there <laughs> oh okay. yes girl we have still comments um people are wondering about the merch where should we go to look for mike dylan merch
1: well you can you know his the Royal Potato Family, but you can also go. Uh, oh, and he's live right now. I have to join him. Oh, he's been live for nearly an hour. Um, <laughs> if you go to the Mike Dillon Band, uh, if you go to Mike Dillon Band, the Mike Dillon Band on Facebook, okay. he puts and Mike Dillon. He's got two different Mike Dillon face pages, but on them, he tells you uh, how to pay for it with either PayPal or Venmo. Is it Venmo? I joined PayPal, so I'm sending <laughs> But, uh, and he, he'll he send, you know, he'll mail it out. He does it all the time. Those wonderful FMVL shirts, you know, <laughs> those, which goes back to Billy Goat and is so popular. I have. You wouldn't believe some of my friends that buy them, and I said, just remember when you go to Target or the grocery H E B, put your tea, uh, your um, your jacket on your blue jean jacket. I have to remember to wear it too. But. <laughs> but anyway, he he can't keep those in stock. He's got he's got so many many different types of merch. He has stickers. He has um, keychains. He has this. He's got, she's even made him pasties. What? Yes. They sent me one, but I'm not. It's his picture. She's got several, yeah. And several of her drawings with the snake. Oh, Peregrine is always thinking of new ways to make money. Uh, Because that church, that church they live in is not cheap.
0: You got to hustle in this industry. You got to hustle well, in you this. you know. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> um, let's see what else we have here before we start wrapping. And thank up. them all so much. Yes. Oh, thank you guys all for yeah. joining this chat. We have been having a wonderful time with Mommy. Well, yeah, because you're so good at what you do so much, oh, right? Thank you, Mommy. Yes, Mama you T. are. You are so sweet. We're asking for more Mike Dillon pictures. Do you have any more pictures
1: you can show us. Someone sent me this one. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Cool. Is it a painting? I
1: love it. I don't know where it came from. They gave it to him and he gave it to me. Uh, some of these, this doesn't show up probably, but there he is. He ran Hurdles. Oh. Ah,
0: I never knew that about yes. him.
1: Yes, I think that's seventh grade. He also was a pole vaulter and very good. His band director told me once, his first, he said, you know, drummers are different from everybody else in the band. Yeah. Then his track coach told me pole vaulters are different from anybody else on the track team. So I thought, that figures. What other story about Mike. Uh, this is, I guess this is his second birthday out in Level Land with his dad. Oh. He and his dad had a really special relationship. When we lived in Level Land, his dad was a coach. We had a 66 Mustang. And I guess we're there. It's Mike's two and a half. So it must be in 68. I had a friend from the church. I'm not sure why she was at my house, but I was going to take her home. She didn't drive. Somehow Mike got the keys. She was already in the car. I went back in to get something. He got the keys, put them in. He's two and a half. What? It's a stick shift. He turns it on and
0: drives it through the garage door. Whoa. Yeah. So you already knew you were going to have a, yeah. uh, your hands full. Oh,
1: my gosh. There we are. I'm not sure how old. He was maybe a year. Wow.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh there was
1: that. a man. There was a man. And I have all over the house. Uh I've got some that so many people have sent me. Here he is. I taught sixth grade uh, world history and there was here they are with their 70s haircuts. Can you oh, see Mike? Is that here? Oh, the, oh, there he is. little fall
0: cut? <laughs>
1: oh, they just let it grow. There's Melanie, she, Mindy, and then Matt had his. Oh,
0: that's with the whole family. Yeah. Oh, I love it.
1: And where is he in? He's in this one. When he uh, qualified for all district ban. Okay, the front row. I don't know. He doesn't look too happy, <laughs> but I don't know. There he is. <laughs> He's there, and there's Mike. I didn't even recognize him.
0: Wow.
1: There he is. Oh, oh that. Yeah. He, Mike was quite uh, a lover boy. He's always, women like him. Oh, Here's one where he's at the school. There you can see him in his costume. I don't know how it shows up as the elf.
0: Move it over to the left a little bit. Wait, is he in the green?
1: Yeah, he's the elf. Okay, okay. He was the star. But
0: anyway, (laughs) I get this. These teachers
1: were always telling me stuff and uh, he would, uh, oh, here he is in my class. I was in the paper. There he is with his project, oh. a dinosaur, of course.
0: Oh!
1: But they used to always come and tell me stuff. Mike was seen doing this. Mike was seen doing that, usually with girls in tow and nothing bad. And I said one time, I said, okay, <laughs> you can tell me when there's something like that. But you also better start telling me when he does something good, otherwise I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> and so, you know, they learned. But there, yeah, here he is. He was a ham.
0: Oh my gosh, he was yeah. made for stardom from the very beginning. Yeah, and also I also have a bunch when he
1: made the honor. Oh.
0: Uh, oh, so, and
1: I have I've got albums everywhere. Yeah. I just probably to see he. If you wait a minute, I'll show you. When he was, he had some cute. Oh, I know what I want to show you. His friend Travis. Uh,
0: oh wow!
1: Through this, Travis lives in outside of Buffalo, New York. Wow! But he sent me this. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. That is then, so
0: awesome.
1: From a friend he knew at North Texas, she teaches. She's a painter. She teaches art. She teaches it to the elderly, to people who have Alzheimer's. She teaches it to children, some of whom are special. Uh She's amazing. This is a drum head. Oh, wow. That is so cool. She sells I I paid for this and I don't, you know, my brothers are the lawyers. They're the ones. I was going to be a lawyer, but I fell in lust with a coach and became a teacher. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't have uh because of money, but it was worth it. I thought this was so unique. Yeah, it's so sweet, Dawn, Dawn. Dawn is an amazing person in Dallas
0: who does this wow Uh, you have like a all kind of like you got the mike dylan museum whoa what's that that's mike's dad when he was at texas a&m girl his number was
1: 69 (laughs) yeah no it was was not. i didn't know what that meant back then but this was from the funeral so what else i do with it i keep it here and i'll go by and talk to him (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I also from my mother. This is what they do in this little town. This was my mother in her 80s. Oh, wow, look at that! She, yeah, she's beautiful. She was, she was, she was beautiful. That oh. was at my niece's wedding. So I keep these around. Oh, wow, I is... don't know what else to do with I have so much of her stuff. I was gonna try uh... since I like. He was a he was a cute child. There was a guy in our hometown. Isn't isn't he cute there? Ah, <laughs> look, his senior picture—the last time. This was in 1984. Wow! Look at
0: that Yeah. man.
1: Of course, goes off to college. Here comes the mullet. You know. <laughs> then the dreadlocks. Then the billy goat stuff. But, and I have a lot more pictures of these, but I'd have to get them. Oh yeah,
0: no, no worries at all. Yeah. They the man
1: mr brady mr brady took those pictures and he took my mother's picture when she was a little girl he took my picture and he took my children's pictures up until i guess uh trying to think when he quit probably up until the time they were no, Mike, I think, was 12 or so with the last one. So, you know, a little history. Wow.
0: So. That's so cool. It's yeah. kind of like my mom's band director was my brother's band director and my band director, too. Um, so it's just like special little things.
1: Yeah, like well, I played my mother's flute, and my band director was her band director, too. Really?
0: My yes. mom played flute, too, and my mom's been mm-hmm. on all over this uh, feed saying, Hello, I love you. You're
1: the best. Oh, You're okay. um, such a sweet mom. And I she played you. the flute. I played the flute and the piccolo. Not well, but I was always there. And I played the piano. My mother played beautifully. She was a beautiful piano player. And Guy had an aunt who never married. She lived in Houston back in the late teens and the early 1920s but when her dad died at the age she had to come home to help take care of her mother. I have pictures of her. she's the most stylish lady and there was a piano and they said Aunt Elizabeth was a piano player. But no one would ever tell me and I'm thinking, you go off to live in Houston when you're in your teens and in 19 19- 18, whenever it was.
0: Yeah.
1: How cool is that? Because yeah. I had picked four of my husband's uh, aunts. No, two were priests, two were nuns. Oh, wow. Out of the family of six, only two got married. My husband's father and, and his sister. Out of all those, and the big farmhouse is still there, and that's Mike's legal address. I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of it. Yeah, but that's wow. where he goes. He has a
0: lot of. He loves that place. Yeah, he, sure. Uh, like ground and yeah. home memories. Um, yeah, man, Mama Dee, we've been on here for. Oh, I know
1: time. we need to get off.
0: Almost an hour. And half. Uh, what did What did you find? <laughs> um, what is this? I like your earrings. I oh, thank so. you, my friend Nikki. Um, she sent them to me. I wanted to buy them from her. Uh, she was selling them, and she said, "Absolutely not. Uh, you're out of work, and I'm just going to send them." Yeah, she was the. Do car. you know? So many people
1: are supporting Mike from Oph that he's known for thirty years or more. One time, that they just they thank him for his music. They thank him for putting them on the guest list. Uh, They buy merch. I mean, and some of them do it several times because his mail comes to Burlington, which now the Burlington post office kind of collapsed. So it's at the Rosebud post office where my mail is because they don't deliver to your residence here. And so I see some of it and I'll. I'll say, Mike, oh, mom, those are just really good friends. They're good people. Oh, Some of my men met, and I'm just blown away.
0: Yeah, well, you know, he has uh, done a lot in the music world, and he deserves everything that he gets, and he deserves all the support that he gets because he dedicated his life to this craft, and I see him working his ass off every Yeah, he, day. he
1: does. It's work. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it is. And I just, you know, hats off to him. And that's why I wanted to interview you because I think that the mothers and the fathers and the parental figures need more recognition because really, I mean, yes, you did so much and then he carried on, you know, with the work. But like, yeah, he, you set the the foundation or the foundation for that. And thank you so much for that. Well, you're
1: welcome. So many your mother has done the same. I don't know about your dad, but I know your mom and uh and I know so many other parents of musicians that Mike has known, and there's so many they're out there they're supportive yes, yeah. and it's I've had people years ago they said, "Why did you let your son become a musician?" I said, "What in my life?" yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> hard because they've had children who wanted to do this and they didn't. But then others have. Oh, one of my very best, smartest Ivy League student, he went off. to uh, Guardy Quest, uh, Quest, he's in, his band is a band of heathens. Look them up, they have been amazing. Wow. He was in my class. He went to Dartmouth. He has a degree. Uh, I don't know if it's banking or what, but He's a fabulous musician and father uh-huh. and son. I love his family. Multiple his dad involved. was uh, blue, planes, world war, no, in Vietnam. But I mean, there, there are other people that have, go for your dream. And that's what I, everyone must have a passion. And if you don't follow your passion, you're not going to find the peace in your life.
0: You've heard it here. Those are the best that's the best quote of the I don't
1: manuscript. know that it is.
0: But um, no, but I you know, my mom, she let me do the same thing and I did the same thing with Lucas. He wanted I to know you art do. and be an illustrator and I'm like, Who does that? Well, you know what? That's none of my business. If that's the dream he wants to follow, I wanna do everything possible to help him accomplish that right. in his life. And I just I love him so much and and I see how much love and dedication you have to your children. And, and Mama D, I just love you.
1: Oh, well, I love you. And I love everybody who is listening. And I hope that we brought uh, some smiles. To I them.
0: think we did. We've yeah. had so many people watching tonight. We've had up to 20 to 30 viewers at a time. We have over 62 uh-huh. comments. I haven't even probably addressed half of them. Um, let me say hi really quick to Scott. The This is Underground Roots Clothing Company. A uh, very comfy beanie if anybody is looking for a yeah, beanie. Yeah, I like that. And the, when we did the test, what was that about, assholes? Assholes live forever. <laughs> yeah, I love that.
1: <laughs> Can't wear it out around here, but
0: you know. <laughs> Oh my goodness yeah but yeah that is great that's great thank I you um okay so we're gonna wrap this up you guys we're okay. be two hours now which is absolutely crazy this is the longest talk i've had but i've enjoyed every single second well, we haven't seen each other
1: since whatever that club was in close with muckies. was it I your, I, I yes think, it was cr- it was Corpus. Okay, Mike um, played. I went. I came down to see. Was it Dr. Rockets? I don't know. I I
0: don't remember. Anyways,
1: y'all played together. It was fun. And Rob Kidd came down and played with Mike. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: That so he played my mom's birthday and but he that was oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He played my mom's birthday and put that little band. Ah! Memories with Mama Dee. That was fun, fun, fun. We always have the best times together, and I just cannot wait to get back um, out into the world, and I can't wait to see you again. Um, and I just want everybody to go out and really support uh, Mike Dillon, which is Mama D's son. You can go buy posters on his website. You can go and buy pins, which Mama D is wearing right now on her shirt. He has- And you can get pasties. You can get pasties you can get uh, any so many albums the man he just works with so many different people i could go on and on but i'll just drop his wikipedia page and you guys can go research him in case yeah. you're living under a rock and don't know who he is and go go to the mike
1: dylan band on facebook and instagram um so yeah and you know peregrine has that beautiful lingerie shop birdies AC. all of them i can't afford the lingerie is they get designers who are from mainly women, but also men. Who, okay. it's like indie music. They're indie designers. They're really good. They're from Paris, from Europe, from New York, from Florida, uh, all over. Beautiful lingerie, gorgeous. I can't afford it. Wow,
0: I didn't know. So she owns that shop.
1: He's co-owner. I think they're about to have either their fourteenth or eighteenth birthday. I can't remember. It's Birdie's B-I-R-D-I-S-K-C. It's Birdies on Casey. Birdie's KC. Okay. that's why she has that Birdie's tattoo. But oh. it's a beautiful. It's in the Crossroads. I've been there. She she even has underwear for men, which Mike, you know, for a long time we know that. Go- well, we won't. Go <laughs> but anyway, she's got him wearing some really neat men's underwear. She has socks. Has has harnesses all sorts of neat things (laughs) yeah the younger people like to wear
0: (laughs) And pasties and pasties okay well um yeah okay guys so i'm just going to give you guys a quick 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 recap of what we've been talking about the past two hours um this is Mama D, a.k.a. Vera. She is the road warrior of the decade. She has driven Mike Dillon probably millions of miles to so many shows. This woman knows probably every musician you wish you could know. She has met them and knows them personally. Well, I know a lot. There's still some I hope to meet. <laughs> um, we've and they're all wonderful
1: people. They all work so hard.
0: They do. They absolutely they do. do. Yeah, and it's a lot mm-hmm. of work to be a musician or an artist, or it's a lot of work. Just life in general is a lot. In of general, work. <laughs> true. I taught school. You don't just teach while
1: school is open. Yeah. Because you, you work early, late, weekends, and that's what people do who do any job.
0: Yes, ma'am. Twenty-four-seven hustle, hustle. Got to pay the bills. Yeah. Um, yeah. We talked about the Mike Dillon merch that you can get um, on the Mike Dillon website. I dropped the link in the comments. I will drop it again after we are done with the interview. We talked about Mike Dillon's uh, uh, childhood. We got to see all kinds of cool pics that you guys will probably never see again in your life. Um, And just mad respect to Mama D. She has done so much. Um, just, just raising, just having this child and, you know, just said, surviving, what just the, surviving, uh,
1: surviving.
0: <laughs> oh. surviving. I never knew. I never, knew. Oh. <laughs> it's been a long journey for this woman, but let me tell you, she stays strong and she's one of the strongest women that I know. Mm-hmm. And mama D I love you. Thank you so much. Thank for you so much for me. what you're doing yes absolutely um i am gonna put this podcast up on my podcast at the sunshine show i will also drop that in the comments for you guys everybody's giving you mad respect mama d um i'm sure i give it i give it back i return it in kind (laughs) each of them everybody loves mama d Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, guys, I'm going to, I'll drop the, the link for the podcast and everything else that we've talked about. So oh, and I
1: recycle. This doesn't go in the trash. I drive to Waco to recycle.
0: Wow. Mama D is the woman. Um, oh, we played vinyl trivia. Mama B, Mama D won the big old nasty get down. Yes. That Mike is featured on And I and mean, follow them, you know, follow them, follow them
1: on Facebook and instagram i do they they put up a lot of neat stuff
0: they do john hines is just an amazing guy and i'll also drop that um in the comments um and we talked about covid and depression and just kind of getting through this together you guys so i know it's hard but you know what we are here um in this together and if anybody ever needs to reach out feel free to do that i am here for you i know it's hard you guys um, I want to say uh, to everybody to please stay kind. You never know the battles mm-hmm. that people are fighting inside. That and, is so. True. And just try to smile, right, Mama Dean? Right.
1: Smile through the tears. <laughs> don't smile. let them see. Don't let them see you
0: sweat or cry. <laughs> just keep your chin. But it.
1: crying is good.
0: Sometimes you gotta cry, right? You gotta cry. You gotta get it out sometimes. Yeah, um.
1: But do you have- gotta things.
0: Break things. <laughs> they can't <get> be <laughs> broken. Excuse me. Do you have do you have any final words that you'd like to tell the, the fans that have been watching?
1: Just choose joy. Wake up every day and choose joy. And wake the one up. rule I told my students, I had one rule for them: be honorable. So choose joy,
0: and be honorable. So on and that, have fun. And have fun, you guys. So on that note. If you didn't watch this whole interview, color your hair. <laughs> Dye your hair purple and pink. You have yeah. one life. You have one life. Live it.
1: Right. Um, go see live music when you can. Watch live stream. Um, take care of the people who are out there at, at grocery stores, at uh, the post office. I I love my little post office. People will go in there. They don't wear masks. You know, you're, well, we won't get into that. That's something.
0: That's for our next podcast. (laughs) Be be,
1: be gracious and be kind, as you said, particularly to the people who are out there in the health industry. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The policeman, the good policeman. Uh, We had a bad sheriff here in Falls County and Joe Lopez beat him. Thank the Lord. Joe
0: Lopez for the win. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Defects, oh, that's another story that's uh you know what mama d i don't think this is going to be our last podcast i definitely am going to have you back on this show because i know that you have many more stories to tell oh i don't know but and i still want to make some more yeah many oh more. i know you still wish some- you
1: wish you could fly in for I jj know. And J-
0: i know i miss jj so much i miss the whole crew so yeah. much we're going to make it happen. And when it's mentioned, it, will. it, it will, will happen. So on that note, we're going to wrap it up. You guys, we love you. Thank you so much for your peace and your support Thank you. and your positivity. Until next time, we will see you. And
1: virtual today. hugs.
0: Virtual <laughs> I love you, Mom. Yeah. You. I love you. you. I'll you. see you next time.
1: And give your mom a hug for me when you see her and Lucas.
0: Yes, ma'am. I sure I follow. Am. I follow him through you. Oh, thank you, Mama D. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Right, Goodbye.